Life, your life, my life, everybody's life is full of transitions. Life brings us many portals of possibility, doorways of opportunity, but how might we engage with those opportunities and how might we recognize divine opportunities? Which doors should we go through? Which should we knock on? Which should we turn away from? By examining today's parsha, we will be looking at two questions. First, how can we recognize that God is calling us and preparing us for a change, a transition, a new doorway? Second, how can we best handle the transitions that come our way? These doorway opportunities are sometimes called boundary phases. It's a good term because it helps us picture Israel and their own handling and mishandling of one of God's doorways when they came to the boundary of the promised land. In recent weeks, we saw how our people mismanaged that doorway, listening to the panicky reports of the 10 spies and drawing back from God's doorway of opportunity at the boundary of the land of promise. They missed opportunity, uh, and this, this missed opportunity meant wandering another 38 years in the wilderness. But in this week's reading, these wandering years are over. They have come again to the boundary of the land of promise and are about to go in and take the land under the leadership of Joshua. Let's see what lessons we can learn from their experience. Our first question is how can we recognize that God has brought us to a doorway of opportunity? In our text, we read, you have lived long enough at this mountain. This reminds us that there will be times when it becomes clear to us, often very gradually, that it just might be time to move on. But how does that awareness arise within us? Well, it might be turmoil of some kind, perhaps personal inner turmoil, spiritual or emotional, a kind of restlessness. I served with Jews for Jesus for 22 years. It was good to me. I was paid well, and I became a famous man with my music done all over the world. My service to God was magnified and multiplied. All good. But there came a time when for some reason I could not exactly determine I was no longer comfortable. It's like being in bed and not being able to get comfortable. You wrap the sheets around you, the blankets, you can't get comfortable. Eventually, you find you have to get up and move. Or perhaps, perhaps you're no longer fit because your relationship with God has shifted. 
This is one of the ways that God prepares us for a new doorway. We become restless due to some sort of inner turmoil. For some reason, what used to fit doesn't fit anymore. This is one of the ways you will discover you have lived long enough on this mountain. Another way, another way will be relational turmoil or widening disharmony between yourself and how others in your context see things. Uh, I am not talking about some incident, one incident, but more about a pattern of the way things are flowing. You and the people with whom you have been associating no longer see eye to eye. The relationship is no longer as productive as it once was, or it might be growing, uh, or, or it might be a, a growing and entrenched disharmony with your boss. This can be an indicator that some changes need to be made. A third way you know you have stayed long enough at this mountain might be some crisis or crises that change everything. You lose your job. A loved one dies. Someone gets in profound legal trouble. Uh, you suffer abuse at the workplace or it becomes a hostile and intolerable environment in some way. Just realize that all of these are ways that God prepares people for making a change. The general term is negative preparation. Things grow so sour and uncomfortable that you become willing, uh, that you become willing to embrace the unknown with gratitude. This is definitely something that God does with his people. Remember, God says, I have set the land before you. God brings us to transition points. And it may take years to realize this is happening. For me, it was three and a half years of feeling I could not get comfortable in my situational bed. Three and a half years. But God does this. He says, I have set the land before you. It's no accident that you're here at the boundary, at the doorway of opportunity, at this point, facing this doorway of opportunity. So remember, uh, remember this. When you are no longer at home where you are, God may be pointing you to a new doorway. I say may be because there are times when God wants you to develop a thicker skin or greater forbearance. I don't want you to think that every time you get annoyed with some relationship or situation that it's time to move on. That kind of impatience is not a recipe for maturity. But when God guides us to a doorway, it is a doorway of greater maturation and greater service to himself. It's a doorway through which we will grow and through which God will be honored. A little bit later in this passage, 
God restates matters in ways that take us into our second question. How can we best handle the transitions that come our way? Once you believe that God is leading you outward and onward, how can you best manage the process? The passage says this, there I said to you, you have come to the hill country of the, of the Emory, which God, our Father, is giving to us. Look, Adonai, your God, has placed the land before you. Go up, take possession, as Adonai, the God of your ancestors, has told you. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. What can we learn from this? Just as God spoke uh, just as God speaks in this passage of being the God of your ancestors, realize that the guidance you are considering must comport with the promises and perspective of Scripture. This doesn't mean you need a Bible text to justify everything. But it does mean that God will never direct you to violate the values and teaching of his word. Secondly, Get the confirmatory counsel of wise leaders who care enough about you to tell you what you don't want to hear, but who will sense and know if what you are considering is conformable to the will and the ways of God. Don't go shopping around for somebody who will agree with you. That's not guidance. Find trustworthy friends who love you and have enough integrity to tell you what you don't want to hear. Go up and take possession of the land which the Lord your God has given you. If you sense that God is guiding you into this, then grab hold of it. Take possession of it. Don't just talk about it and admire it. Take possession of that new opportunity that doorway. If you make a mistake, God will help you to regroup. But don't be half-hearted. Go for it. Finally, the text says, look. You, I like that word, look. You cannot see without looking. But some people never look to see the developing will of God for their lives. Here is some final guidance on looking. First, look back. Prayerfully reflect and ask yourself, what was I supposed to learn from the previous phase of my life, which, is, which I feel is drawing to a close? What lessons should I take with me into the future? Look back. Learn the lessons prayerfully. Second, don't be afraid uh, to look at your confusion. When you enter a boundary phase, you may have no idea what's next. You probably will not have any idea what's next. You just know that I've stayed long enough at this mountain. And I want you just to know that it is normal to be confused. And finally, 
just let me get that back for you. And finally, prayerfully look forward into the foggy future and ask God to reveal to you some hint of what's next. Those hints will come. God likes to give hints. We need to learn to recognize them. Even though no one can shut a door that God opens, he can shut a door that he has opened. God's doorways don't stay open forever. Opportunities come, but opportunities also go. So God will set before you open doors. That doesn't mean they're wide open. It means they're not locked. Knock on them. Sometimes you need to knock on them. Realize Realize that uh, when you are no longer at home where you are, God may pointing you, may be pointing you to a new doorway. Remember that God likes to give hints. He really does. We need to learn to recognize them. God does not shout. He whispers. And you need to pay attention. God loves to give hints. We need to learn to recognize them. So let's, let's finish with this text. Look for your doorways. Walk towards them. And walk through them. In Revelation 3, 7, we read this. Here is the message of HaKadosh, the true one the one who has the key of David, who, if he opens something, no one else can shut it. And if he closes something, no one else can open it. He will put before you open doors. He will allow you to become aware that you stayed long enough at this mountain. May you prayerfully look for those doors and faithfully walk toward them and through them to the self-revealing will of God. What do I mean by self-revealing? I mean that as you walk through a door and you don't know very much about what's on the other side of it, but you know that God has pointed you to it. As you go through it, things will begin to reveal themselves to you. Well, I'm smiling because from my life experience, I know he doesn't give you the he doesn't give you the whole thing. When he called Abram, he said, "Get out of your country, leave your father's house, go to the land I will show you." He didn't say, "Abram, I want you to go to Canaan." He said, "Just get up and go. You've stayed long enough at this mountain. Get up and go to the land I will show you." He doesn't tell him what it is. God eventually reveals more and more to him. In Genesis 15, he tells Abram, your, your descendants will be slaves in a land that is not theirs for 400 years, and afterwards they'll come out with great possessions. But this happens 25 years later. So walk through the doors to the self-revealing will of God. Let's pray. There will come times, O oh God, 
for us. When you allow us to be aware through inner turmoil, through relational turmoil, through crisis of some kind, that we've stayed long enough at this mountain. Help us to recognize those times. Help us not to be reactive, but wise in how we respond to those times. Help us to look for your hints. Help us to look for wise counsel. Help us to be available for change because it's amazing what you do when we walk through these doors. I know what's happened in my life. I'm not gonna count off in my head how many times, but I could tell stories. The way you show yourself to be in your word is the way you are. So help us to learn your ways and to walk in them. We ask in Yeshua's name. Amen. Okay.